legs are getting weary My back is getting tight I'm sitting here in traffic On the Queensboro Bridge tonight But I don't care Cause all I wanna do Is cash my check and drive right home to you Cause baby all my life I will be driving home to you All right, all right, all right. Such a good intro. Jelly Bean and I are rocking out, and Coondog's having none of it. I hope he's not having the Wednesday blues, and I hope he's in a good mood and ready to go, because we are ready to bring you Talk King of Queens. And uh, for us, it's a Wednesday, but no telling what day or year it is for you guys, because this will theoretically be out there forever, Coondog, when aliens come down. And they look at the whole human race. They'll be listening to the episodes of Talking of Queens and trying to figure out what exactly was going on during this pandemic. So uh, we thank you guys uh, for joining us. Coon Dog. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm good, man. Uh, we, got a, we got a monsoon happening over here, uh, over our way. Is it, uh, is it raining over your way? Oh, man. It is raining pretty good over here. That's um, so weird. Really I, thought that, I thought that street would be a good barrier and uh, the rain would just, you know, stay on your side of the street, but, but that ain't too good. Hey, um, do you think that, uh, do you think that the next time that the human race sends out one of those uh, gold records that they'll put <laughs> us on the record for the aliens? Like, you know what I'm talking about? I, I know what you're talking about. Um, they probably should think about it. Also, you know, there's a Tesla car in space, and, and maybe uh, Elon Musk can uh, can put us on the radio while that Tesla car is, you know, making the rounds. Um, but Jelly Bean seems to be a little unimpressed with these thoughts. What you thinking about Jelly Bean? Hey, buddy, everything's great over here in Brazelton. Not sure what the, you and the coon dog are talking about, but uh, I'm ready to talk some King of Q's and uh, dig into this episode. Me too, man, and it's a good one. I was cracking up rewatching it. There were some moments that I just kind of forgot about um, and forgot how much of a crossover episode um, that it really is. So, um, but we want to thank you guys for joining us today. And as always, um, you know, subscribe to us on all the podcast platforms that are out there. Uh, leave us a five star review uh, if you don't mind or you think we've earned it. Um, we're trying real hard for you guys, and and um, we're going to continue uh, moving forward uh, and and get through all. I don't even know how many episodes there are off the top of my head, but I'm guessing there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 or so, and that's our goal to get through until the internet shuts us down. So uh, before we get into the episode, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Our website is up and coming, and I promise to both of you guys that I will actually sit down and, and try to have that done within the next two weeks. So write this down, put it on a calendar reminder, or just send me an email uh, to remind me to do it. But we, we're going to put a website out there. It'll have all this information for you. And it'll also have a way for you to download episodes directly from there uh, if you prefer to do that. So that'll be coming in the next two weeks. That's probably about it on the housekeeping side. So we have our next segment, which we call Jib Jab with Jelly Bean, and one day in the future, when we, we get rich and famous, you know, we'll have a nice little 
hopefully song to go there. Something like Jib Jab with Jelly Bean. Be pretty cool. So Jelly How Bean. How does that go again? Jib Jab with Jelly Bean. I like it. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I can make that up. I don't know. Um, but as one of my friends said, music is not my strong point, and maybe I should let it go. Jelly Bean. Like the baritone, dude. <laughs> Jelly Bean, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. First question is from Elisa from Rockville, Maryland. She wants to know which king of queer let me try that again. Which king of Queen's character best describes A Town in high school? Oh boy. Well, everybody knows I'm a big Danny fan. Danny's my guy. And oh, no. A Town, you being my oh, no. best friend. You got a lot in common with Danny. You know, you're just one of those goofy-looking guys that makes people laugh. So I, uh, I gotta, I gotta call you Danny. Oh man, I'm disappointed uh, that I asked that question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring in Coon Dog on this one. Coon Dog, do you agree with that assessment? Uh, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I need some new friends, man. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh the, man! The truth of the matter is, is, is we're all a bunch of Spences when it comes down to it. So we oh can't. man, that that's going to put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Just kidding. Um, next question: Simona from Germany wants to know who is your favorite family member of Douglas's. You know, I think I got to go with, with Mrs. Heffernan. I think I got to go with his mom. She's just a nice, sweet lady, and uh, I think she's got to be my favorite. That's a good pick, man. I didn't even really think about her. Um, yeah, when she, you asked, yeah, when you asked me that question, it reminded me of that episode where, like, she's staying with Doug, and Doug starts acting like a kid again. <laughs> that's friends a good and doesn't study for his test. That's a really good episode. So uh, that's, that's what I thought of when I read that, when uh, you asked me that question. And the other one that's really good with her is when she's the poker shark. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Love that one, too. Good call, Jellybean. Last question. Theo from Montgomery wants to know, do you think Carrie ever came to grips with Doug being overweight? What, what do you think Dino's going for with this question? So <laughs> I don't know. Well, she's so, always trying to change him and, and get him well, to lose weight. So no, she likes that he's that he's fat. She likes being able to make fun of him. She likes the joke. She likes being the attractive one. She likes getting the attention. Uh, way way down the road, when we get to I think the season season six opener, you know, Doug is actually in shape, and we find out she doesn't really like him getting the attention and being uh being good being the good looking one. So um, that's she, a good she, point. Yeah. She's a chubby chaser. Yeah, she she likes it. <laughs> So you're saying I have a chance. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, that's been uh, Jib Jab with Jelly Bean. Um, if you'd like to ask Jelly Bean a question, you can send us a note on social media or you can tweet it out, which I hope somebody does, using the hashtag <laughs> Jib Jab with Jelly Bean. If we can get that trending, I would wonder what somebody that has no idea what that is would think. So um, send us your questions. Jib Jab loves answering them, or Jelly Bean <laughs> loves answering them. Uh, so next we'll go on to trivia and uh as a reminder uh last week's question was which college did the heffernan's neighbor tim attend and if you know the answer send us a response on social media i'll refrain from saying it and give a, a week or two for you guys to get your response responses in but today's trivia question is a different one um and i'll see if you guys know it but don't answer if you do 
In the episode entitled Thanks Man, the Heffernans and friends are celebrating Thanksgiving at Heffernan Manor. A stranger with an eye patch knocks on the door, asking to use the phone because his car broke down. Uh, he then waits outside for his friend in the bitter, bitter cold. The question is, what famous actor plays the stranger? Jellybean, without saying it, you know it? Yes, sir. I know this one. Doomdog? Yep, I know. Oh, awesome. Well, submit your uh, answers on social media, and we will send you out uh, an award or reward, probably an award. So um, send us that on Facebook or Twitter or whatever is easiest for you all. So with that, that's housekeeping. And let's get into today's episode, which is episode nine, Road Rage, R-A-Y-G-E, which when I first looked at it, I thought they misspelled it, but we'll see why they spelled it that way in a second. So Road Rage initially aired on November 16th, 1998 and received an 8.0 rating from IMDb voters. In the cold, That's, I think, one of the highest we've had so far. Mm -hmm. uh, in the cold open, we see the lovely Heffernans relaxing on the couch, watching television. That's my best Doug impression. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better by, about that at the end of the time. Uh, so while flipping through the channels, they come across Soul Train, and Carrie asks if Doug would like to dance. He says he dances for a living, so let him enjoy the day off. But they're playing Boogie Oogie Oogie, which is apparently their song, and I don't even know that I know that song. But according to Carrie, the song was on at a party in junior high, and Douglas asked Carrie uh, to dance, and she rejected him. She said, yeah, but she was shy. And Doug says, you gave me the finger, <laughs> which was pretty funny. So that brings me to my first question, Josh Coon. Do you remember the first time you asked a girl to dance? And were you ever rejected? Did you ever get the finger? I can't confidently remember the very first time. Um, I was probably rejected several times, but I do have a pretty good early memory of uh, a middle school dance when I finally got up the nerve to ask this one girl who had a crush on to dance. And <laughs> I was so excited. And she turns out had really bad bo and so <laughs> i will never forget that for the rest of my life and bless her heart i mean i don't think i told anybody but uh i guess i'm telling i'm telling the whole world now uh <laughs> you are man tell but, us the uh, talking of queen's universe yeah no um, there's no telling no telling what other nastiness i i uh had going on myself but uh yeah, that was a pretty vivid memory for me. I definitely want y'all to chime in on this particular question because this is a good question. Jelly Bean, I'll, I'll pass it to you, man. No, nah, I don't have anything for you, boss. Um, you know, I remember the first time asking a girl to dance, but I remember it being, you know, really, really important asking a girl to slow dance. It was like something that you had to do. Uh, if you wanted to be cool, and I definitely so tried. So scared. <laughs> I've tried my whole life to do that. I mean, I don't even know if I could ask a girl to dance today, uh, much less back then. I think I remember when I was like in second grade. Somehow I got to a party that included like eighth graders and ninth graders, and I asked this eighth grade girl to dance, and she said no, and I ran off and cried. 
<laughs> I don't, I can't put all the pieces together, but I seem to remember that. And uh, I saw her years later and, oh, not a, not a fun uh, memory. Uh, so definitely you guys are saying I'm more of a Danny, but that would be more of a Spence move uh, on my part. Um, that's, so, that's so weird that, that you were going after the older girls because then when you got to high school, you kind of flip-flopped and you were whoa, the same. Whoa, 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 We're going to have to edit that part out. All right, let's keep going down this. Um, so thanks to some encouragement from Carrie, uh, Doug gets up and the couple starts dancing. And boy, it's some awkward white people dancing. Um, Doug's kind of slinging Carrie around. And after about 30 seconds, uh, they're over it and decide to watch Sports Center. Boom, that's the cold open. Jellybean, where does this cold open rank with the others that we've seen so far? Well, we definitely have some uh, plot discrepancies with the meeting in junior high, but that's all right. We're going to throw that off the window and, and ignore that one. Uh, but I do like how they uh, decide to watch Sports Center at the end. Remember the first few episodes where Doug was watching the news? And we're like, that's so weird that he's watching the news. Now we're on menu and we're actually going with what Doug Heffernan would actually watch. And they're going to sit down and watch some sports center. Um, So no, I like it. It was, it was good. That's a good point on, on two fronts. And at the risk of of losing listeners, I didn't want to bring up the, the plot hole, but it is, it is something that we'll talk about as the series goes on. So good finds. So after a brief commercial break, at least on my end, we're back and we find Carrie sitting at the dining room table uh, going over some books with a notepad. And they're not usually at the dining room table that often, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, Arthur walks in and says, where's the big boy? Which really cracks me up. Uh, Carrie explains that Doug went to the DMV to renew his license. And Arthur is disappointed because he was hoping Doug uh, could help him shave his back. Dog, you ever shave somebody's back like that? I'm sad to say, I'm pretty sure I've had to hit up a couple of spots on my brother's back a time or two. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Wow, oh man, yeah, well, that, that, that's a good story. Um, I actually wrote down some personal experience because I figured your answer would be no, but yeah, maybe about once every six months, <laughs> my dad would be like, Hey, Adam, uh, can you come here for a second? <laughs> And he'd have a razor yeah. and a <laughs> have a razor and a mirror and uh, I I don't get it, but I guess that's something that, that you gotta do when you get older. So we'll see. Carrie is kind of like me. She's horrified by what Arthur wants Doug to do, and she says she could page him. Arthur says, nah, he's gone two years. What's another day? Which <laughs> that was another pretty funny line. He then sits down at the dining room table with Carrie and uh, asks kind of what she's up to. Carrie is studying for a paralegal exam and Arthur says he respects those people no feeling from the waist down and yet they still practice law I gotta admit the first time I heard him say that I had to rewind it I was like what did he say I don't get this joke and man that that joke was uh pretty pretty funny um cracked me up a little bit might be a, a quote of the episode I don't know um Carrie says what are your plans today dad you have anything that's going to take you, you know, out of the house. And uh, although it hurts Arthur's ego a little bit, he understands when he's not wanted and he leaves the room. Uh, but even when he leaves, he's still yelling at Carrie from the kitchen about what is edible and not edible. Fun fact, 
Um, batteries are not edible. Next scene, uh, we find Douglas at the DMV saying he's a professional driver and uh, asking for their hardest test. There is no hard test. It's the same test for everyone. And you got to answer 15 out of 20 to pass. He has 20 minutes. Jelly Bean, you got any good, interesting DMV experiences? No, sir, boss. I don't have anything for you today, but I do. Uh, I bet the coon dog's got something I got to <laughs> ask him. Coon dog, you got any good DMV experiences? Uh, that's way too much pressure. Unfortunately, no, I don't have any good. Any good DMV stories? I do like to uh, sprint whenever I get my picture taken. I like to sprinkle in a very original joke there, where I say, uh, "Hope I don't break the camera." <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very much a good dog joke. I like it. I I once took a DMV picture, and I guess it was so bad that the lady said, uh, "Let's take that picture again, honey." And uh, the second one wasn't much better, but <laughs> the first one must have been really bad. So. Um, Douglas, he's not really concerned about the test at all. He's looking pretty confident. Um, but next to him, we see someone who is a little less confident, a little more nasally, uh, someone who is erasing his answers and grimacing. Who could it be? It's Mr. Ray Romano, aka Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. It's just a great show. I guess that's why they call this episode Road Rage, R-A-Y-G-E. Douglas nothing is, gets past you, dude. What's that? I said nothing gets past you. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's your fun fact. I mean, that is a fun fact. Um, that's how those go. Douglas is staring him over, and he asks if he is Ray Barone. So we get the name just in case people don't know who Ray Romano is. Come on. Um, he's excited to meet him because he's one of his favorite sports writers. Uh, and after a few pleasantries, they go back to their tests. Well, almost. Ray needs some help. He asks, how far should you park from a fire hydrant? Douglas tells him 15 feet, which is another fun fact I did not know. I guess I would have missed that question. Um, this is an opening for Ray, who is way less confident about the test. And because Ray didn't, turns out, have time to study, and um, he keeps asking him questions. Uh, Douglas glances back at the DMV worker, who's looking a lot like a teacher, and she's staring him down. Coon Dog, did anyone ever actively try to cheat off of you in high school? Man, yeah, for sure. Um, believe it or not, I made decent grades in school, and I can remember that happening a couple times. I couldn't tell you who specifically, but I can remember it happening. Jellybean, you have a famous person cheating off you in college. You want to tell I that did. story? Uh, I better keep those records still, <laughs> though. But uh, really, Coon Dog, people were cheating off of you. I don't, I don't know if you were that high on the honor roll. I don't. They might know have been disappointed in the results. If you know, I could see you cheating off of me, maybe. Um, you know, I know you. We talked about it last week how you'd like to take my fruit snacks. So I wouldn't be surprised if you were looking over my shoulder in high school as well. See, yeah. this is a classic example of your bullying. <laughs> you guys keep it civil out here. Keep it civil. This is family friendly. Um, Ray is firing off question after question to Doug. Uh, Doug's trying to get the answers back to him by singing and humming his answers, which is pretty funny. <laughs> the two begin singing back and forth. Uh, but Douglas can't quite understand uh, Ray, so he moves over to look at his test. And when he turns back around, boom! The DMV worker is right in his face. She rips up his test. 
Um, Ray turns his in. And Jelly Bean, your thoughts. Uh, so I just wanted to say, when Doug first gets in there, he's so proud of himself because he knows he's <laughs> going to ace this test and he's so happy. And there's one moment where he's, like, filling in the answer and throws his pen in the air with his right hand and catches it with his left hand <laughs> and then starts filling in the next answer with his left hand. And that had me really uh, laughing pretty hard. But I also wanted to ask you, can you tell me what two theme songs those were that they were uh, singing back and forth to get the answers to? I definitely can't. Uh, that's a Josh Kuhn question because he's the one that knows all the fun facts. Um, so I'll pass. And Coon Dog's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody called me buttholes and it went on mute barely <laughs> for a second. It was not error. It was not operator error, believe it or not. Okay. But no, I don't I can't remember now. Was it like facts of life or uh so uh, the re- I, I know you would know. I asked Adam because he doesn't know anything movie or TV related before the year 1990. If it's before the year 1990. Uh, Adam, uh, Jefferson's was one. Yeah, Jefferson's was one, and Gilligan's Island was the first one. I really wasn't paying attention that hard, but I probably still wouldn't have known, even if I, even if I was listening that <laughs> hard, sadly. Uh, but you're right. And it's probably closer to about 19... 19- 87, depending on the genre. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So uh, the DMV worker rips up uh, Doug's test. Ray turns his in, which is pretty funny, just because he's like, oh, well, I'm done. <laughs> just hands it in. Um, the next scene, we see Carrie and Douglas in the kitchen. Carrie says, your license was suspended, and Douglas says, it was Ray Barone. Uh, needless to say, Carrie is unhappy because Doug no have license, Doug no work. Doug says, come on, Carrie, what if you were taking the test and Robert Urich asked her for answers? Jelly Bean, who's Robert Urich? So he's some actor that I'm not really familiar with at all, so I'm going to have to toss this one to our fun fact finder, Coondog, and see what he's got, got for us today. Well, I didn't look this up because in the notes it clearly said, Jelly Bean, who is Robert Urich? <laughs> Boy, oh. see see what happens. He, you know, he dropped the ball again. The coon dog letting <laughs> us down. Um, no, I really, I really looked at him, and I didn't really. A listener can enlighten us on if we should really know who this person is or not. I mean, I'm guessing whatever he did was before 1990, so I have no idea. But the good <laughs> news is, uh, Doug can retake his test in one week. And that's all the work he has to miss. And he's as long as he's at home, uh, he's going to get a lot of work done. He's going to grout everything. Carrie says, no, you're going to keep my dad occupied so she can study for her exam. Um, after he agrees, she kisses him. And Douglas says, want to have some day sex? Carrie says, nah, maybe tonight. Hashtag family friendly show. Next scene, we see Arthur and Douglas playing Monopoly. <laughs> this, is, this is a really good scene. He rolls a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Park place. I'll buy it. Douglas says, okay, a couple things. One, he already owns it. Two, you're not the thimble. Three, he rolled a five. A disgusted Arthur just tosses the Monopoly board. CD, any interesting games of Monopoly like this from your family or, or friends that just got heated? That's weird that you asked because just uh, two nights ago, three nights 
nights ago, Sunday night, I played uh, Electronic Monopoly with my fiance, my mother and father, and my brother and sister-in-law. There's a uh, an abbreviated version of Monopoly where it's <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> Is this a bad story? No, this is this is, this is great. great. I just story. can't believe this is this is fact. Continue, please. It's, it's got like a uh, just look it up. It's like a it's got a little like it's almost like an Amazon Echo thing that that just keeps up with all your money and everything for you, and uh, you talk to it and it talks back to you. And um, so yeah, we did that. It was it was exciting. We all got along pretty well. No no, uh, no major conflicts. Who was the big winner? Yeah. My parents won. We played teams, so we had three okay. teams. My parents won. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all ever seen the? Y'all ever seen Four Christmases? Uh, no. Oh man, there's a really good scene in Four Christmases where they're playing taboo, and uh, it's just a really good depiction of a frustrating family board game situation. So, give that a YouTube. It's worth a watch. I'll have to do that, man. I'll have to watch that movie uh, at some point today. But I I really enjoyed that story. Uh, thank you, Coon Dog. Um, so after he throws the, the uh, game board out, Douglas, I think, says, or does Arthur say, okay, Scrabble? I don't know. One of them suggests Scra- Scrabble. Carrie yells down, Doug, phone. <laughs> Another good part. Arthur says, take a message. <laughs> and Douglas says, oh, no. And he holds on and he runs up the stairs. Who could it be? Is Ray Ray Barone. And he's inviting Douglas to sit in the press box at the Jets game. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Gary's unhappy uh, because he's supposed to be watching her dad. Uh, but she, you know, reluctantly agrees. But she's pretty unhappy for sure. Next scene, we see Ray and Douglas leaving the game. Ray apparently has bought Doug a lot of stuff uh, because he feels bad about what happened uh they get to the car and, and douglas is liking uh ray's car there um and ray convinces him hey why don't you drive it back uh but doug doesn't have a license but he'll get it tomorrow and ray says well you know that's only four hours away and plus this will make ray feel better um so douglas takes the keys and ray says good now let me get my brother which uh is never Never a good thing uh, when it comes to Ray for me. Robert, Robert, Jellybean, who's Ray calling for? Man, he's calling for his brother, Robert Barone, uh, which is played by Brad Garrett, and they should have never invited him to this game. That was a bad call all the way, A-Town. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of old Robert Barone. Um, he's had his moments with me, but Coondog, do you feel the same? Really? Dude, he's he's hilarious, man. Lieutenant Robert Barone, NYPD. <laughs> I think any scene he comes in, he instantly is a buzzkill. Yeah, he's well, he's, well, he's, but he's that's part of his That's why he's funny. Uh, he's he's the one person on that show that just kind of irks me a little bit. I like everybody else, but he's he's just kind of annoying to me. I gotta go. Got to go with the jelly bean on this one, Coon Dog. Sorry. Uh, but that's right. Yep, it's Robert Barone, the tall freak uh, that is played by Brad Garrett. Um, and next scene, we see the trio in the car. 
Robert's in the back doing Robert things, getting jealous and wondering why Doug gets to drive. Doug says, this ride is better than sex. Ray responds, and it takes less oil. Doug responds, and the payments are smaller. Ray says, and I don't have to stop in the middle to ask for directions. And Douglas says, and after I park this, I don't have to talk to it, which is probably the best, best line. Hashtag family-friendly show. Uh, these guys are having some fun, but Robert's in the back just staring Doug down pretty much the whole time in disbelief that this man is driving a race car. He's not even cracking a smile. Um, Robert says, I like this car, Ray, but you never let me drive. That's that's my impression of Robert. That's good, um, buddy. <laughs> and Ray says, this is a special situation. Um, Ray says, it's because of him that is the reason Doug doesn't have a license. Well, if you know anything about Everybody Loves Raymond and you know anything about Robert Marone, you know this was the wrong thing to say, and I'm still shocked that Ray said it. Um, he immediately, he being Robert, pronouns pal, looks at Doug and tells Douglas to pull over the car. Robert gets out and comes to the window, and Ray adds, I probably should have mentioned he's a cop. Yikes. Coondog, when's the last time you've been pulled over? The last time was April 2020. I got my first ever speeding ticket. That is surprising because I've ridden with you and you deserve a lot of speeding tickets. Any good I, stories there? I misspoke. It was actually – April was my court date. I got pulled over several months before that, and, and the, my court date was the first day that they shut the, uh, the city down for COVID. So it was right around April, March time frame, and so I got continued. I was hoping I'd be able to get out of it, but I ended up having to pay it. Dang. Well – we have a uh, we have a friend uh, Adam. You know this guy, Pinson. You don't. Who has a pretty good story about getting pulled up for the first time when he was in high school. He, he got pulled over for speeding, and and the um, the cop told him that he was uh, going. His radar clocked him at whatever speed, you know. And the, our friend said, well, "When's the last time you got that thing calibrated?" <laughs> and the cop goes, "Who told you to say that?" <laughs> So I don't even know this story. Yeah, I'll tell you off air who it is, but you need to you need to get this friend of ours to tell you that story. It's really really fun. Did that work out for him, or did he end up getting the ticket? Say what? Did that work out for him, or did he get the ticket? I think it might have backfired on him. I think it might have pissed the cop <laughs> off even more. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, the last time I got pulled over in a speeding ticket, knock on wood, was, was with Mister Jellybean. In Harpersville, Alabama, on the way to school, and uh, people were passing me, and uh, I still got pulled over, and I still got a ticket, which uh, was pretty fun. Um, next scene, we see Douglas riding riding with a dismayed Carrie driving. Uh, Douglas asks if Carrie's going to say anything after a few awkward uh, seconds of silence. She beeps the horn and tells the person in front of her to pick a lane. That's kind of how Josh Coon drives, just FYI. Uh, Douglas says he just wishes Carrie would say something. And Carrie says, what do you want me to say, Doug? You drove illegally in front of a cop, and you got your license suspended for another week. Kudos. And a $700 fine. That's just gravy. Douglas says he wanted to drive because Ray wanted him to drive. He likes him, and Ray likes him. 
As a matter of fact, he tells Carrie, Ray invited him out next Friday. Um, and to this, Carrie slams on the brakes. She says, you are not con seriously considering going out with this man again, are you? This Ray guy is not the man for you. But Douglas isn't happy about this. He's enamored with Ray. And the next scene, uh, we see the happy couple in bed and the phone is ringing. The answering machine goes off. It's Ray begging Douglas to answer the phone. Doug is awake and trying to quietly reach over a sleeping Carrie to get the phone. Carrie says, be strong, honey. And Douglas goes back to sleep. Ray's trying really hard on this message. Uh, he's telling Douglas to pick up, pick up, pick up. Carrie isn't letting him, and Douglas cuddles his wife, albeit unhappily. We're next at Cooper's uh, with Douglas eating alone at a booth, and out of nowhere, there's Ray. Is he a stalker? Um, Ray wants to know why Doug isn't answering his calls. It's nothing personal, but Doug said he promised his wife he'd stay away. Ray says he's not going to be ignored, which I thought was a really, really good line um, by Ray. Um, Doug appreciates everything Ray is trying to do for him, but maybe it's best if they go their separate ways. But Ray can't let it go, though. Ray can't live with guilt. He can't sleep. He's got a rash. Things are swollen. Not sure what things, but things are swollen. Ray just wants to make it up to him. Uh, it's for Ray to, to try to make things better. Ray says he'll send him some Omaha steaks or some new snow tires. And uh, Douglas says he doesn't need anything from him. But tomorrow he's taking his test. He's getting his license back and everything will be fine. Ray says, well, what about tomorrow? He takes a cab to Doug's. Ray drives his car to the DMV. Doug passes the test and Doug can drive uh, both of them back. Ray really, really needs this. A reluctant Doug agrees and says to send one of to send one box of steaks at least. Jelly Bean, you ever had an Omaha steak? Are they really that good? I don't remember being too impressed with the Omaha steak. Seems like you and I fell for that trap in college. <laughs> They're not buying a lot of steaks with with our roommate Cody. <laughs> I won't say a last name there. I'll just leave that one be. Uh, next scene, we see Carrie studying. Uh, Arthur comes in with Mr. T, to which Carrie responds with a hilarious Mr. T impression. I really liked it. It delights her, but Arthur doesn't get it. Dog, you ever told a joke that just no one gets or no one hears? Do you want to say that? That's pretty much it. That's pretty uh, much yeah, it. it. You know, it pretty much, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like it happens a lot. I tell a lot of really funny jokes and People just kind of don't respond, so I guess they're not. I guess they're not hearing them. I don't know. That has to be what it is. I can't think of what else it could. Be. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was I was gonna try to just move move along and not respond, but I, I couldn't help it. Um, so Arthur's not getting this joke at all. Uh, he says he's gonna go get her a nice lemon wedge, um, and he heads to the kitchen. Doug comes down the stairs with his uniform in hand. And this is a question to both of y'all that I've thought about over the years, but for some reason that just, it just hit me when I was watching this scene. So they refer to his company as IPS, which is clearly a knockoff of UPS. Even the colors are the same. Uh, everything's pretty similar. 
but they never say UPS. Um, but later they reference FedEx by name and a lot of other companies by name. Jellybean, was this a missed opportunity for UPS to get some free marketing? I mean, you're in this world. Shouldn't they have done it? So I tell you, man, it was a blown opportunity by UPS. They could have got some good publicity on this one. But, uh, buddy, I got to ask you, do you do you know what color the IPS uniform is? Well, it's it's dark green. Okay, and you know what color UPS is, right? Dark green. No. It, no, it's I, but it's – of course it's not. All it, right, I, I was yeah. just making sure, buddy. I was just <laughs> checking on you. It's obviously a knockoff of UPS, though. In the yeah, it's, it, I'm, it, I'm with, it I'm with Adam is. on this one. It's, it's obviously, I mean, yeah, it's obviously a knockoff, but the colors are almost exactly the same. Well, no, they're they're definitely different. It's dark green and it's brown, but it it is definitely they're trying to mimic UPS. So dark green and brown don't look remotely similar to you. They look similar. It's not the same color. A-Town said it was the same color. I had to ask to make <laughs> sure. He's, that he knew there was a difference. He's got to hold us accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. Adam, you're getting picks on it. I'm trying to back you up, so I hope you remember that. I appreciate it, Josh Coon. And uh, I'll try to do a better job of uh, of coming to your aid when Jelly Bean uh, does that to you. Uh, but do y'all good... know that, did y'all know that, that, that FedEx's colors depend on if it's FedEx ground, air, or what's the other one? It's like three or four, maybe C, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, but the the color of the of the of the vehicles depends on which uh, type of transportation it is. I guess I did know that, but I don't know what the actual colors are. Uh, we're, putting, we're putting old Jelly Bean to sleep pretty quickly, so we'll just get on it. But we'll ask Kevin James when he joins us to clarify this one, and we'll ask him if the colors were supposed to look like the UPS or not. Kerry asks Doug if he needs a lift to the DMV. He says he's fine. He's fine. Kerry wants to know how he's getting down there. He's fine. Douglas says he's going to walk and play it by ear after he leaves the house. So Kerry sits back down and Arthur pops out and says, sorry, no lemons. But he could get a beautiful lemon from the nice lemon tree. And Kerry tells him that's in the neighbor's yard. And he says, so? Those bastards put their stuff in our garbage cans. And Carrie says they don't like it when you steal their fruit. That's why they got the Rottweiler. Arthur says that's why he got the pepper spray. And his baby is getting lemons. Gosh, I wish we could have seen that scene. I bet that was probably a good one. Uh, he leaves the house. Next scene, we see Douglas at the DMV. He got 20 out of 20 questions right. He gets his temporary license. Ray is happy. He can sleep, and his rash will clear up. Things are going back to normal. Uh, we're probably uh, going to be okay. Uh, Doug asks if he needs a ride home. Ray says no. He's got someone picking him up. And after an awkward hug, Doug leaves. Um, he's walking out the door happily, and he gets in the car. Oh, the sweet sound of the engine running. He adjusts his mirror, and this episode's going to ride off into the sunset. But wait, boom, car crash. And we get a man yelling at him, hey, genius, do you want to watch where you're going? <laughs> Doug, as it happens, is run into, rammed into, by Ray's father. And Ray comes outside, and needless to say, he's upset. I don't think he'll be sleeping anytime soon. 
Jelly Bean, this begs a big question. Who would win in an argument, Arthur or Mr. Barone? Oh, boy, Art would lose this one all day long. You know, old Frank Barone, he, you know, he, he knows how to tell it. And, uh, yeah, Art wouldn't stand a chance. Josh Cohn, what are your thoughts? Do you agree with that? Uh, that's a really tough call. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to point out that, and I could be wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that we ever see an Arthur and Frank interaction in, in any of these crossover episodes. That feels to me like a missed opportunity. I think that would have been incredibly epic and would have been absolute gold. What do y'all think? Yeah, I don't know though. We got a, I mean, there's a couple times where they show up, so we'll just have to wait and see. I can't recall off the top of my head. I can't recall those two interacting, but I seem to remember uh, Ray's mom and Arthur meeting uh, and, like, oh, yeah. Arthur hitting yeah. on him. Yeah. <laughs> that one I like. Um, so closing scene, we see Douglas and Arthur in the living room. Arthur is reading to Douglas, and he reads, And so I sat, peeking out from a pile of laundry, as the stallion of a pool boy pleasured my wife and sister simultaneously. And with that line, Arthur's going downstairs. Good dog, what, what do you think he's doing downstairs? Bro, just, just, just move on. <laughs> uh, Arthur asks if Doug needs anything. Doug responds, no, I just took a pain pill. I think I'm okay. And uh, Arthur responds, be careful with those pills. Save some for when you're better. This is just a really good line. Carrie come, comes home and asks if his neck is feeling better. She still can't believe he slipped and fell off a bus, so uh, obviously he lied to her. Uh, Douglas is pretty excited to see Carrie, and she asks him, what got him all worked up? And he responds, her father. And that's the episode. What a way to end. Uh, Coon Dog, we're going to start with you. What's your wings rating? Who is your MVP, and what is your favorite quote? Well, I, I'm i a huge, huge fan of the crossover episodes in general. I, I love – everybody loves Raymond, so I really enjoy the crossover episodes. However, I, I didn't particularly like this one as much, so it's going to get um, – they get a lot better, the crossover episodes do. My quote of the episode, man, I, I'm torn between the paralegal quote and the exchange in the car about the drive, comparing the race car to uh, making love and all those jokes they they throw in there. I'll probably go with the latter, that, that exchange about the, the vehicle. Um, my MVP is another tough one. Probably going to either go to, oh man, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Doug this time. And I got a, I got a fun fact for you. A lot of people probably know this, but in Everybody Loves Raymond, you know, Doug Heffernan shows up, you know, in a few crossover episodes as well. But actually in seasons one and two, Kevin James is on the show as Ray's buddy, Kevin. That's all I got. That's pretty good. But you didn't actually give me how many wings, though. I did. I said 10 wings. You must not have been listening. Pretty much. Did you hear what I said? All <laughs> right. Good fun facts, terrible rating. Jellybean, tell him why he's wrong. What's your rating? Who's your MVP and what's your favorite quote? 
So, yeah, I enjoy this episode. It's pretty fun. Uh, when Dog was talking about how he likes the crossover episodes, A-Town, do you remember years ago how we would see, like, in the episode guide that it would say there was an episode where they're at the doctor's office with Bill Cosby? And <laughs> yeah. That, that episode, like, it doesn't exist. It's not out there, but we'd always record it, and we would wait to try to see Bill Cosby in an episode, and it would never happen. Um, but I can't, that's been a long time ago since we did that. But uh, it just reminded me when, when, when Coondog was talking about that it. episode is coming up too, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. So, um, so uh, well, was it, was it Bill Cosby or was it Becker? I can't remember which it was, one it was. It's, it's both. They're okay. both in oh, that wow. episode. They're both <laughs> in that episode. Man, that would have been a good one. Um, so, so I enjoy this episode. I'm gonna give it 16 wings. It's pretty good. It's a it's a good little kind of kind of snack. But if you're really hungry, you're gonna need a little more. Um, MVP. I'm also going with Doug. He kind of you know last week. I really think he came into his own as the leading man in this episode. He kept everything together and provided some good laughs. And then for lines of the episodes, um, I have two that that. A uh, paraplegic joke that Art made at the beginning just that's too oh, funny. Man. That that's is good. that is a great one. And then the other part is uh, when Doug asks Carrie if she wants to have day sex, and then she just kind of slaps him on the face and says, "Maybe tonight." And walks away. <laughs> that uh, that's just really funny too. So those are my my two favorite lines of the episode. That's good, man. Both of those are good. Um, but for me, I'm going to disagree slightly. I'm going to say it's 30 wings. Um, and if I'm basing that rating system on how many Kevin James could eat, like 30 wings is still kind of low for him. It's probably like eight wings for me. Um, but it was a great dinner. Uh, my MVP is Ray. I thought Ray was pretty funny in this episode. I really liked when he showed up and he said he's just not going to be ignored. That cracked me up. Um, he's great in the episode, but the quote, of the episode for me is Arthur's comment on the pills that just save some for when you're better. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's just something that everybody, you know, somewhat thinks about in the back of their mind that they probably shouldn't. But anyway, uh, next week we are covering episode 10, the supermarket story. Doug, Carrie, and Arthur have an extraordinary day in the supermarket while shopping for Thanksgiving. And I got to say, I'm not a fan of this episode. So we'll see if rewatching it changes my mind. But thank you, Coon Dog. Thank you, Jelly Bean. And thank you for joining us today. Remember us to follow us on social media. Uh, remember to subscribe to our podcasts um, on all podcast platforms. And remember to give us five stars if you think we've earned it. So with that, I'll say, Kevin. Look us up. Kevin, maybe you can wait, but we can't. Reach out to us. Let's do this thing.